Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Content 10X podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and this week I am really, really pleased to have an amazing guest on the show, which is Anna Hoffman. Anna, hello. Hello, Amy. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you for being on the show. Really appreciate it. (laughs) So Anna is the founder of Traffic Generation Cafe and is a real um, expert, deep expert in online marketing and especially in getting free traffic to your website. But um, Anna, just did you want to tell my audience just a little intro? Uh, Sure. So, uh, as you said, uh, Traffic Generation Cafe focuses primarily on free traffic generation. Um, Anything from SEO to social media to driving traffic from uh, building presence on various uh, third-party platforms, whether it's media, uh, video platforms or um, other blogs, uh, what have you. So, kind of the focus goes towards free traffic generation. Brilliant. And um, your website is just so full of so much useful information when it comes to free traffic generation. So I'm going to give all the links to that um, in the show notes. But today um, I wanted to talk to you about SlideShare because I know that's something that you're a real expert in. And um, we were just talking before I hit the record button about when I met Anna um, at Social Media Marketing World in March. And um, you delivered a really great presentation on, well, it wasn't just on repurposing blog posts to SlideShare, was it? You covered lots of different angles, but um, yes, that mm-hmm. really took my interest. So, um, so that's the focus today. So specifically on SlideShare. Um, and I guess the first question is, um, for any of my listeners who aren't really too familiar, what is SlideShare? <laughs> Uh, SlideShare is basically a platform that hosts presentations and other documents. Um, so it's been it was founded in 2006, and it has ro- grown so much and so quickly that by 2012, if it was bought out by LinkedIn, and then of course, LinkedIn was bought out by Microsoft in 2015. 17. So essentially, SlideShare is a part of Microsoft now. So, but basically, in a nutshell, it is uh, presentations are the main focus of um, SlideShare. And when I say presentation, I don't mean the boring stuff that people um, in an office environment would prepare uh, to put someone to sleep, you know. (laughs) Um, Presentation as in presenting your message, your thought, your um, whatever idea um, that you want to reach your target audience with, you, instead of saying it in words, for instance, in a blog post, you say it more of an images and less words. So it's basically, it's the same thing. You're communicating your message to the audience out there, just in a different format. Yeah, they're they're really um, engaging, really good fun. And I mean, you do see a few people put some kind of stuffy corporate things on there, don't you? But it's not 
really at all what it should be used for. Absolutely. And you, I mean, obviously you can do whatever you want to, mm. uh, but whether you get results from it yeah. or not, that's the difference. So in my opinion, why try if, you know, if you don't put much effort, why even try? So presentations, again, do not have to be complicated whatsoever. Um, but a good combination of good images and very precise, concise um wording is where the sweet spot for SlideShare is. And how long have you been um, kind of engaging on the SlideShare platform? I think the first year I tried to use it was, um, let's say, uh, probably about three, four years ago. So let's mm. say about, you know, 2015. And uh, the reason I even tried that is, number one, because I heard others. Um, and we're, we're talking about, you know, power players in content marketing. Um, like Jay Bear, he loves, loves, loves SlideShare. <laughs> and when people like that keep saying, to you, you know, it works, use it, it works, use it. And we keep saying, well, you know, I know you say it works, but um, I don't have the time, I don't have the resources. And then what occurred to me is, um, and of course, Jay Bear then wrote in a post, well, that's okay that you don't. <laughs> it's There's more of SlideShare for me to, you know, to reap. And he's so right because when somebody tells you it works, um, when somebody tells you it's a skill that you learn, once you learn the skill, it's right, like riding a bike. You'll just be doing it over and over and over again. It becomes very easy. It brings free traffic, the kind of free traffic that few other platforms can bring to you. Like compare, I always compare SlideShare to YouTube. Mm -hmm. YouTube is incredible, but it's to me and to a lot of marketers, you know, to a lot of business owners is a lot more scary because producing videos is um, not easy for most of us because most of the times we think, well, we don't want our face there. We don't want our voice there. We don't know how to record a video. It's just become so complex and complicated that most of us don't use it. And those who do, it's so hard to get traffic from YouTube because it's so oversaturated mm. that you almost have to do as much promotion for your YouTube videos to get any kind of traffic as you do for your own website. So now it almost becomes a wash in many ways. Now, SlideShare is a lot easier than YouTube. You probably have all the tools you already have. I just use PowerPoint or Keynote um, if you are an Apple user. And that's it, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, a couple of hours in front of TV, you know, my husband loves watching football. <laughs> I just sit next to him and all of a sudden a presentation is born. You know, it really is not a, a very difficult thing to do to create a good SlideShare presentation. But what the reason I love, love, love creating presentations is because it's not just a presentation if you think about it, because... When you create a, a presentation is a collection of slides and each slide is basically an image. And if you create a presentation where each slide is a complete thought of its own, 
Now you can save it as images and you can use those images pretty much anywhere else on any social media platform. You can add them back to your blog, uh, to your blog posts, which I do all the time. Actually, as a matter of fact, a lot of times, instead of creating a blog post first, I create a presentation first, and then I turn that into a blog post because it's just so much easier for me to do because I reuse the images. And it's like you have an outline and you just fill in the blanks and all of a sudden a post is born. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's really mind it blows my mind to think <laughs> how many possibilities you can have, uh, starting with just uh, a measly, you know, 10, 15, 20 slide presentation. So is that if in terms of um, repurposing, um, is that what you is that your kind of recommended starting point now then to to start the to do the storyboard for the presentation first um, rather than start with a blog post? It really mm. depends. Mm. So if you're just starting with content repurposing, ch chances are that you have already a lot of content um, sitting somewhere, you know, in, in your website. And I would definitely suggest that you start with that because maximizing what you already have is crucial because you know when you create anything new a lot of research goes into it, it there's just a lot of pre-steps to creating a good piece of content if you take your existing content you already have that built in so um, you take a blog post uh, you look for a blog post that is evergreen uh, for sure because you know if you want to put an effort in it you don't want to create something about a latest piece of news that will be outdated two weeks from now obviously so something evergreen something that is pertinent to your target audience um, was yesterday and will be tomorrow that's your evergreen piece of content and that addresses and solves one problem that your target market has. And this is imperative because you, any type of content that you create, the best traction you will get from it is when you solve somebody's problem. You know, it's not a descriptive piece of content. It's not a a um, novel you're writing, you know, you are there to get in and out and solve your pro uh, your customer's problem in uh, the process. And that's what gets you traffic because when somebody sees that and um, your customer, potential customer will say, wow, I want more of that because I just learned something that I've been looking to learn, that I've been looking to um, solve, that I needed. Mm. And that's how they come back to your website. So very, very important. Again, existing piece of content, yeah. evergreen piece of content that solves a problem. And then the last piece that is so crucial is your call to action. Every piece of content, whether it's a blog post, a video, a slide share presentation, even a social media post, there has to be a goal. And a goal is for eventually to bring people back to your website, which is a hub. It's like a conversion machine. So everything feeds into that conversion machine. And either it's a sale that you're looking for or email, uh, building your email list, uh, whatever it is, your website is 
for that purpose alone. So going back to a presentation, evergreen piece of content uh, from the existing blog post with a good call to action. Come and I'll give you more of the same kind of call to action. So that's how you get traffic from SlideShare. <laughs> and do you, so if you find that, that really good piece of evergreen content that you already have, let's say it's um, a blog post and um, you're thinking about now transforming that into a SlideShare presentation, mm-hmm. um, what would you say would be uh, the good sort of storyboarding out from the blog post to what would go on each slide and kind of how many slides and, and all and all of that kind of process to plan out the slide share. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, um, your basic goal is to take your blog post and shrink it down into an outline. So start with your headings because usually when you use appropriate headings, that's sort of the outline of your thought process. So start with those. Then in each heading, in each section, uh, pick out a few main points without which it doesn't make sense. The presentation won't make sense. But anything that your presentation can do without, that makes sense without, do not include, because the fewer words you use, the better in a SlideShare presentation. Again, you know, this is this is a medium of very concise language where you combine the images to, to evoke certain emotions in your target audience and to get them to act. So, few words, good images, um, that's basically your um, your goal. If you have some good quotes, you know, if you have a few lines there that you're just so proud of and you're like, I can't believe I just came up with that, right? <laughs> Definitely use those because that would give your presentation personality. Um, and personality, by the way, is very, very important. Um, don't underestimate. Again, as we talked in the beginning, you don't want a boring anything, you know, um, even if it's just one sentence or over an image, it has to kind of get your uh, viewer to feel a certain way, you know, and if your personality comes through from that and they think, oh, I love how Amy Woods uh, told that story, you know, I'm kind of resonating with that girl, I'm going to go check out more of her stuff. That's your goal, you know, and again, I just thought of something very, very important um, that I'm probably going to talk about right now for a minute. Uh, Branding. Mm -hmm. Definitely brand yourself before you brand the company because nobody will be um, reading faceless content, content that they can't put to a face or a name. So Amy Woods is the one who wrote this piece of content and people will want to read more and more by her because they like her versus they like her company. So when you use SlideShare or really any other content marketing platform, just build your own personal presence first and then 
feed it into your business later. So that's very, very important. And that's why the personality of your presentation is very important. You know, I kind of have a very particular um, sense of humor being from Russia. You know, sometimes <laughs> they say, well, it's a little dry, but you know what? It's funny nonetheless, if you ask me. Not that anybody's asking me, but you know. So I put that in my SlideShare presentations, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's very nice to see that maybe some people won't get it and that's okay. You're not looking, not every viewer, viewer is your viewer. You're looking for those who do resonate with your message, with your personality, and eventually with the product or service that you're offering. They'll connect with you first, and then they'll connect with whatever it is that, that you're selling as well. Mm. So, and, and when you um, create all of the kind of images and things like that for your presentations, do you, um, where do you tend to find those images just from the, the kind of the royalty free sites or do you get them done specifically for that presentation or I have two sources that yeah. I've narrowed everything down to there obviously there are a lot of image sharing websites but I always look for convenience um, I always look for uh, places where I can use the images without having to give attribution mm -hmm. and by attribution I mean you know a lot of um, places like Flickr for instance you can use the images but then you have to link back to um, the image source and then becomes a, a more of a headache especially with slideshare it's really very difficult to and, and distracting to brand every image that you use with someone else's you know url it's just you don't want to be doing that so you want an image that you can use free in every single um sense of the world word and of course you know when you're a business owner free um you know, dollar-wise, pound-wise, hmm. is also very, very nice. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I have one website that is completely free to use. It's called Pixabay. Yeah. It's P-I-X-A-B-A-Y, um, right? Yeah, Pixabay. Yeah. So, it's completely free to use. And they have a really very good collection of um, free images, so much so that a lot of other websites source from Pixabay uh, and put them on their websites as well. But, you know, why use someone in between when you can go to the source? Yeah. So yeah. I usually start my um, search there. And the, the way I do it is, so you read a sentence, for instance, that you need to find an image to. And you ask yourself, what kind of emotion, uh, what do you see when you hear those words? You know, uh, what makes sense? Um so, and then just, you know, start looking for it. And usually it doesn't take me very long for, um, to find something suitable, you know, um, it really, and remember, you don't, don't spend so much time on it. You know, it's more of a, of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just your intuition yeah. about those things. You know, you see the image and you say, bingo, that makes sense for what I'm trying to say. But just make sure that the image is relevant. You don't want your viewer to go, huh? I don't <laughs> get the connection. So that's what you're trying to avoid. If you're not sure, ask someone, you know, ask your, um, I don't know, a friend, yeah. a, a spouse, whoever's around you, just does this make sense? It's very easy to do. So Pixabay is my friend 
free website and then depositphotos.com mm-hmm. is um, the website that I go if I can find it on Pixabay and usually you can get images for $1 each which is really very reasonable you know you don't have to have an image on every slide um, that you create as a matter of fact a lot of my slides are text-based slides um, with image slides in between so you know, it, it really is not um, very difficult to find free or nearly free mm-hmm. images to just kind of get that message across to your target audience. Yeah, because I loved what you said earlier, which is that you then um, can you create slides that could stand alone and then you use all of those images um, on your social media, um, which is just more repurposing from <laughs> from one. Exactly. And do you, um, when you do that, so you take a slide from your slide share and say share it on um, Facebook or Instagram, what mm-hmm. do, do you tend to uh, basically take a screen capture of that image, size it for the platform and then share basically. You know, I really, um, I'm all for simplicity mm-hmm. and I do not do any of those things. I can <laughs> if I want to. Yeah. If it's something really important, if it's a pillar blog post of some sort and I really want to draw attention, then I will resize my presentation. And I usually would resize it to Instagram size, uh, make it square, mm-hmm. um, because that's that makes more sense than uh, resizing it specific to Twitter or Facebook. It just takes too much time. But usually I create all my presentations in 16 by 9 uh, ratio, which is suitable for YouTube, um, SlideShare, and pretty much any social media platform out there. So that's your basic size. Um, I usually go for uh, 1280 by 78, uh, mm-hmm. 720 is the dimensions of my slides because it's it's big enough for um, high-definition you know, screens and YouTube loves that size. And still, you know, it's not (laughs) overwhelmingly huge uh, to add to your blog post as well. So that's kind of my sweet spot. Again, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's that important, I will resize it to Instagram um, size. But no, um, if you, uh, most of you probably are familiar with PowerPoint. And when Mm -hmm. you save a presentation, you have several choices of how you want to save it. You can save it as a PDF, which is perfect for SlideShare um, and other document sharing sites. You know, SlideShare is not the only one out there. It's the best for presentations, but you can maximize your reach and posted to other platforms as well Hmm. that was my next question actually what do you do (laughs) where where do you um where else do you put it when you've created the slide share presentation um aside from slide share (laughs) okay well let me just finish the other one because i'm going to forget so you can save (laughs) it as a pdf and use it as a pdf and by the way you can offer it also on your website as a bonus uh, Mm. for something because people love reading pdfs and um personally I don't get it because I'd rather just read it and be done with it but you know I've asked and asked and asked and a lot of my readers my viewers my students they all say we want a pdf of this we I want to be able to save it to my um, desktop or print it out so offering a pdf as a bonus is huge you can leverage to build your list and whatnot so Mm. 
definitely do that. But also you can say save a PowerPoint presentation or keynote presentation as images. And all of a sudden you have images ready to be shared on social media. And what I do is instead of just sharing a link to your blog post, you share an image with a contained thought, a tip of some sort. And that goes so much better on social media than just sharing a link. Mm -hmm. And when you share a link, it's more of a Come see my blog post, right? <laughs> when you share a thought that teaches something and then you say, hey, if you want more of this, I've got 10 other tips included mm -hmm. in this blog post. Now people have an incentive to actually click through because you just showed something to them that was an int of interest or you solved a teeny tiny problem or question that they had. So it works wonders on social media versus mm. just sharing links. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and as far as PDFs are concerned, going back to the question, mm. um, there are several PDF um, document sharing platforms that kind of come and go. So um, don't be concerned about that because remember when you're driving traffic, you use what's available to you today. If it's not there tomorrow, Oh, well, you know, for all we care, Facebook will decide to go on its head tomorrow and something will happen to it. It's not going to stop you from using it today, right? So it's kind of the same thing. You know, mm -hmm. if you can get traffic from it today, just use it. Don't worry about the longevity of it. Um, but one other platform I would definitely recommend is Scribd.com. Scribd.com. Okay. Yes. It's mm -hmm. Scribd. Com. Oh, okay, great. I'll put yeah, a link to so that in the show notes. Uh, cool. It's more of a document sharing versus presentation, but really presentation, document, it's all the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, most of these platforms, they... Um, they decide what is a presentation versus what is a document, just judging by the size that you upload. But their... Um, um, players are able to adjust to whatever size that you upload. So, you know, they will show it correctly no matter what you do. Does that make sense what you said? Oh, yeah, 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 it does. Some things are very hard to explain mm. on a podcast because <laughs> it's more of a visual thing. Mm. But again, my point is it doesn't matter if it's, um, you know, like a, a regular PDF document or it's a presentation. All of those platforms will um, you'll be able to upload and they will display them correctly. So that's that's the good point about it. And by the way, speaking of YouTube, so now that you have your presentation, why not just record your screen going through the sides? You can even read the slides as you flip through them and all of a sudden now you have a video and that's the beauty of content repurposing that there is there are so many different things that you can do with a presentation that you've just created that the possibilities are really um, endless for you so 
all of a sudden with this presentation, you can now break into video marketing that you might have been too scared to tap into before. But now that you have a presentation, you can use any kind of screencasting software. By screencasting, I mean whatever records your screen. You can even use some freeware available online. And basically, it will just record the screen and the sound of your voice, or you can add an audio, you know, just that background music at the end. And literally, without any extra work, just going through the slides and maybe reading through them, now, it might take you about five minutes, might take you 15 minutes if it's your first time, <laughs> but it's really that easy. And all of a sudden, you have a video as well to go with your blog post. Yeah, I know that's such a good idea. And then that gets you on YouTube and you get a little bit some more Google love from <laughs> being on um YouTube but I know it's such a good idea to do that and like you said if you don't if you fancy getting onto YouTube but you don't like the thought of putting yourself on camera um, Mm -hmm. and all of the production side of that as well then it's just such a good thing to do isn't it absolutely yeah it's easy it's it's basically free you know Mm. if you all you need this is screencasting software and it just such a no-brainer once you have a presentation created and that's why presentation really is the pillar is the centerpiece of my content repurposing process because it can be turned into so many different things pdfs and images and videos and you can use it in so many different ways so that it's just really the one piece of content then my content repurposing system Mm. wouldn't work without and slideshare is the first place i would post the presentation to because it's such a it's such an underutilized platform Mm. that's owned by linkedin yet it is so easy to um share your slideshare presentations you can even um, add them to your linkedin profile right from SlideShare. So anybody who visits your LinkedIn profile will be able to see your presentations in your profile. It's just such, the integration is such that it gives you such a tremendous reach uh, by using SlideShare that I cannot I cannot, I cannot come up with one single reason <laughs> why you shouldn't be be using it. <laughs> um, there was there was a question that I had, which is um, it's a bit of a technical question. But when you have um, pr- a presentation that you put onto SlideShare and you have various options around um, how it can be shared, and you have mm-hmm. the option, don't you, of selecting whether a person can or can't download that? Um, right. What What's your view? Because I, you lose the email capture if you just let people download, but then is it just a good thing because people want it and they'll share it? What What do you think? Absolutely. So you have to you have to remember something that people after they see a piece of content anywhere anywhere um, that they might take one action after seeing that piece of content. One, they won't be doing 10 different things. So if they only take one piece of action, you need to decide what kind of piece of action is the most important to you and your business because you've provided them with content that was for them, that was free, that solved their problem. Now you need to solve your business problem. How do you get that viewer 
to do to act in a way that benefits your business. So that's the one action that you want to um, get them to do. Don't ask them to share it on social media and then come back to your website. They won't do both. If they share it, you lost them. You know, if sharing on social media, you're just trying to grow your reach and that's the only call of um call to action you're using, that's fine. But for the most part, most of us want the visitors to come back to our site. So downloading the presentation, as you mentioned, Amy, can be a great way to actually get them to join your email list because they still get the download the presentation for free, but you also um, get to um, collect their email address in the process. And the reason, I mean, the way to do it, uh, there is a function in SlideShare um, in back office where you disable download and you have to do it after the presentation is already published. So disable the download and you need to include a slide in your presentation that says something like, uh, would you like to download the presentation and save it for later or something like this? Click here to do that. And when they click here, your goal is to bring them back to the website so you can just create a page. It's nothing complicated. You create a page on your site and say, welcome SlideShare viewer. Um, Thanks for looking at my presentation. Here is just add your email address and maybe first name, whatever it is that um, you want them to add to the form. And you'll get it in your inbox. And just add uh, a simple um, email form, whatever service you're using, Aweber, I use Active Campaign, whatever it is. Just create a little form, put a little code on that page. And now not only you get their email address, but you also brought them back to your website, mm -hmm. which is very, very important. So definitely use the download function um, to connect with your viewer. Don't let them just download it for free because they'll download it and they're gone. Yeah, it's so funny you should say that because when I first started to use SlideShare, as you mentioned, it's a setting after you've uploaded the slides, isn't it? And um, I hadn't noticed and I did have the call to action to go to my website to download it, but I hadn't noticed that I hadn't disabled just the kind of you know, the free option within SlideShare to download mm -hmm. it. And I saw that people had been downloading and I thought, that's funny because um, I haven't received any email addresses or anything for those <laughs> downloads. <laughs> and, then, oh. so, and I did it for an infographic as well because I had because you can put infographics on there as well, can't you? And, yes. um, uh -huh. and, and, and I've learned my lesson. I've now added it to my little step-by-step step, okay go and just disable that make sure that because obviously it's brilliant if they want to download but exactly as you said you want to exchange a bit of information just to build your list but um you live and you learn <laughs> absolutely and you know that's how i learned as well i just realized that my first uh, presentation i put on there has been downloaded so many times hundreds of times and mm. i'm thinking well that's not fair how is it that they and what are they doing with it anyway when they download right I know. but uh, that's how it occurred to me well why don't i 
uh, use that to my advantage. So definitely, this is such a good idea to disable that and um, see if people can come to your website and download it from there uh, after they provide you with their email address. Yeah, and, and uh, the, the good thing that I saw from losing those email addresses was that exactly what you've been saying earlier is if you have it nicely branded and it's got your logos on and things like that, at least when you didn't get those email addresses, you still, someone, it's still very much you and your brand and people will see. And that's very true, yes. But but it's nicer to get the email addresses as well. Of course, it (laughs) Um, never hurts. No. (laughs) Right, well, um, the last question then I have is um, to ask you, where can people go to um, connect with you and uh, find out a little bit more about you? Mm. Well, of course, Traffic Generation Cafe is my... um, primary and only website so you feel free to stop by there um, say hello in the comment section um, but also specifically to content repurposing and what we've been talking about today I'm actually um, as we speak today working on a presentation about SlideShare where I will be pretty much going step by step and giving away every single secret tip anything and everything that I know about SlideShare. So no wonder it's taking me so long to complete it because I didn't realize I knew so much about it. But anyway, um, um, I have a, um, a training that I've created for my students. It's called Content Boomerang.Training. And that's um, um, where the SlideShare presentation will become available. It's not just yet right now. It's just a, a uh, an email um, a capture page where you can add your email address. And uh, when it's available and ready, you'll get an email from me notifying you of that. So, But I am working on um, just... Uh, pretty much the ultimate SlideShare tutorial you can find anywhere. Oh, sounds brilliant. Okay, that's fantastic. Well, I'll add all the links to that in the show notes so everyone can see. All right, well, thank you, Anna, then. Thanks so much for being on the show. Such um, a value-packed episode, so I, I really do appreciate it. And I um, I look forward to seeing you in person again in San Diego next March at Social Media oh, Marketing World as well. So, so I'll be there again, yeah. So I'll come over good, and good, say good. hi. <laughs> thank you, Anna. Bye.